Hey, what's up? You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show podcast. Thanks for checking it out and make sure you subscribed. You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show. Pretty boy, Tony. It's Tuesday with Tony Cass on the Hammer and Nigel Show. Uh, don't want to keep Tony waiting. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here hooking up live with Tony Katz for Tuesdays with Tony. Get to some of those inflation numbers here in just a second, how the president is trying to spin it. First, uh, over the weekend, the 21st anniversary of 9-11, and uh, noticed a lot of Democrats, including Joe Biden, including Hillary Clinton, including various senators, trying to make some sort of tie-in uh, 9-11 and comparing it to January 6th. I thought that was gross and despicable. There's no comparison uh, what do you think well you you you, you said it I, I i agree i mean there's nothing there, there's nothing else left to say i i don't expect anything else from low rent people uh who want to manufacture something uh that that wasn't um january 6th was a riot uh there were riots throughout minneapolis and seattle and portland and indianapolis riots are never good a riot at the capitol is certainly uh never uh, good uh september 11th uh by the way i don't even know why it was a big deal some people did something isn't that what the Democratic Party is telling us through Ilhan Omar right. that it was just it wasn't <laughs> yeah. a big deal. Uh, we we live in unfortunately some radicalness of upside down. Some people who need to be political at all moments of the day as opposed to being able to compartmentalize they think january 6th was a problem because of this september 11th was this it, it, they're they're different things they don't have to get compared and the people who want to compare them are awful people i i think that's enough tony you know as well as we do sometimes in the political world a lot of what you see and hear is theater. You're going to hear people say things that they probably don't even believe in, but it's good for the party. It's good for politics. Do you really believe there are this many people, mainly on the Democratic side here, that think 9-11 and January 6th are indeed close to being the same thing? If you decide to call half the country fascists yeah. and terrorists, well, then why wouldn't they think it's the same? It was terrorists who attacked us. It was terrorists who were involved in January 6th. Terrorist equals terrorist, and that's the way they go about it. Uh, the the, the wordplay that we're seeing uh, is, is purposeful to dehumanize people who disagree with you. Remember, I wasn't there on January 6th. You weren't there on January 6th. But they consider us people who are fascists and worthy of dehumanization. And if you're not human, then anything can happen to you, and it has to happen because we have to save democracy or something. And it's not like you're human anyway, so whatever we do is totally cool. These kinds of tactics are the tactics that destroy people, destroy lives, destroy humanity. That's the side they're on because their ideology has overtaken their humanity. This is actually where the fight is. And, and have you come up with a definition yet of ultra-extreme MAGA Republicans or semi-fascists? Have you come up with a definition or, or proof or data as to how... You know, what is exactly a threat to democracy and what that means? No, and I'm, not, and I'm not about to try and figure out what it is Joe Biden's talking about. Let him go grab an ice cream cone and come back and tell me. I believe ultra MAGA is if you're a Trump voter and you're carrying around a Red Bull. I believe that's what the definition is. That's what they're going for. Keep up. 
I'm not about to try. <laughs> uh, Tony Katz is with us. It's Tuesdays with Tony. Uh, so Joe Biden puts out this tweet from the official account, the blue check mark, the whole deal. Today's going to be day of celebration. We're celebrating the Inflation Reduction Act. Oh, by the way, the numbers came out and inflation is up. Tony, your thoughts? Uh, inflation is up 0.1% overall with the core up 0.6%. They were expecting inflation to go down. They referred to this as red hot. And they referred to this on MSNBC that if you are anybody in America, including in the White House, these numbers are not good. And they're not. They're just absolutely miserable. When you consider you take out uh, food and energy, how high you are in, in medical, how high you are in housing, uh, this is... Everything that we've been talking about, so many of us on this station discussing the problems that we are dealing with, not the, 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 the fantasy that the, the Biden administration wants to tell us is you had uh, the Treasury Secretary, Janet Yellen, telling us that household balance sheets were strong just three months ago. What do we know now? More people are utilizing their credit cards than ever. The buy now, pay later services are being utilized to buy food and credit card companies have increased their interest rates by a point and a half over the last two months that's not sound balance sheets for the homes everything they have said about the economy is a lie we're not going to mince words on what it is a lie maybe they got it wrong no they lied joe biden just yesterday told us that his policies brought down oil prices gas prices by <laughs> a, a, a buck 30 uh since since the height we're still a buck 50 over where we were when donald trump was president and none of this engages the fact, as Dr. Matt Will, economist at the University of Indianapolis, discusses, that even though OPEC says they're going to produce less, Saudi Arabia is producing more oil. So we have more oil on the market, which means it's Saudi Arabia that solved Joe Biden's problem. We still, with all of that downward pressure on gas prices, we still aren't able to defeat the upward pressure of everything else in our lives. And the Biden administration wants to tell you that things are great. These are lies being told to the American people. America gets it. I only hope they vote accordingly in November. And the thing is, when you go home tonight and you turn on any one of the national news networks, uh, aside from Fox probably or somebody else, you're going to hear about January 6th. The January 6th committee, they're back. They've got subpoenas. They're talking about some of these ancillary players in Trump's inner circle. I'm willing to bet dollars to donuts. You're going to hear a lot more about that than this awful report that shows for 17 straight months, ever since Joe Biden's administration started passing out uh, checks, the numbers in this country have gone the wrong direction. And I think that's a big part of the problem here. There's a lot of people in this country that if you don't follow this stuff as closely, Tony, as we all do, and maybe the folks listening to our programs, you just turn on the news, you're going to think it's not that big of a deal if you don't hear a lot about it. Um, well, I mean, that's that's purposeful. You you know that. And that's why you saw the, the first reporting uh, from from a lot of news organizations. Inflation is cooling. 
You, does, no one, does no one freaking read anymore? Just take five minutes. Take a breath to read a report. You'd be like, oh, oh, that sucks. And you realize not cooling at, at all. But the objective is to try and say, look at those low gas prices. Look at what Joe Biden has done for us. We're going to keep doing it for you because our job is to work for you, the American people. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Let's talk about the uh, economy here. It's uh, in Indiana locally. Uh, we're, it's Tuesdays with Tony. Tony Katz here in the Hammer and Nigel show. I heard your interview with Gary Dick earlier this morning, and it was fascinating. It was great, and especially when you guys were talking about uh, the the prospect of businesses leaving, not being able to attract talent to this state because of the Roe v. Wade decision and the abortion restrictions here in Indiana. But has there really been any data to, to show that that's the case? Yeah, so I had the conversation with, with Gary yesterday. I, it was part of the conversation. And when we've discussed it in the past, uh, this idea that you have business owners who say uh, that they aren't able to get qualified employees because of the overturning of Roe v. Wade and Indiana's decisions on abortion restrictions. Uh, I argue that this conversation, whether it comes from Dave Ricks of Lilly or whether it, it's Tom Leinbarger uh, of, of, of Cummins, um, there's no data behind this. This is what they say none of this is is reality one or two people have been able to engage you've heard uh iu talk about anecdotally they haven't had some doctors come i want to know how many doctors i want to know how many doctors did not move to indiana for jobs based solely and exclusively on abortion regulations in the state and i haven't seen a single data point i believe that the people engaging this conversation are engaging something that is a talking point not fact they couldn't prove it if they tried and they've never asked themselves, are you telling me that the only good qualified applicants are the people who believe in abortion on demand up to and including the moment of birth and maybe a couple weeks afterwards? Like, do you have to be in the infanticide world in order to get quality people? Are there no pro-life people like, wait a second, you people are a bunch of murderous freaks. I don't think I want to work in the state of Indiana. That doesn't happen the other side. But if you give us data, then we can discuss it honestly and rationally. They don't ever give data. They don't want to share data they just want to say things like this gin up a base and it's gross you have two big shows tomorrow what can we look forward to tony oh the hell if i know <laughs> uh, look I-, I think we have to discuss the fact that jim brainerd is not running for another term as mayor of carmel uh, and and a-, a new world on the horizon for for Carmel, Indiana, we will f- we will see uh, maybe maybe whether or not uh, Mayor Brainerd was uh, was doing things in a perfect way, or maybe they could have been better. There's going to be a lot a lot of interesting moves that take place in Carmel. I've got three words: Mayor Tony Katz. Nope, there it is. Mayor I Tony Katz. Come on. Already already said that I, that I'm not uh, doing it um, because I love myself too much. I'll be your I could be your chief of staff. Right, and I'll oh. write all the nasty hit pieces against your opponents. I'll even make stuff up, Tony. Right, come on, because the way to it, the way to uh, you know adhere yourself to the people is to have a chief of staff in Carmel from Zionsville. <laughs> Don't take this away from us, Tony. Come on, make a run at this thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking it away from you right now. He's on social media at Thanks, Tony TK. Katz, Facebook Tony Katz Radio. TK, thank you. Take care, guys. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. Be sure to catch us every weekday, 3 to 7 on 93 WIBC, or subscribe and get it right to your phone.